Hi, sisters, and welcome back to Goth Sorority. Welcome to hell. This is chapter reading three, and this week we've got a very centralized topic for you guys. Very special topic. So I don't know if you guys saw it, if you follow the Instagram. If you don't, it's at Goth Sorority. But we watched a film together yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not just work friends, okay? <laughs> we actually hung out. We figured it would be useful if we had a similar frame of reference. Yeah. Instead of just, like, telling each other about things that neither, like, the other person hasn't watched. You know, now we can have, mm-hmm. you know, a thorough discussion. Depth, a thorough discussion of a film mm-hmm. because we are cinephiles. Yes. And, you know, I was thinking, like, you know, we need to bring it, you know, closer to home. Mm-hmm. We need more goth content. Stick into our roots. Which, you know, I'd like to think that, like, it's, you know, more of an essence mm-hmm. that permeates everything. That we do. That we do. But I thought, you know, what the heck? Why not what have? What the heck? What the heck? Why not have, you know, an especially gothic topic today? Mm-hmm. So... And also, when I set out to find us a film, I was thinking, like, well, let's just find the worst movie (laughs) on Netflix. I looked up a list. Which we've watched our fair share of bad Netflix movies together. So I was like, I mean, is there any love that are just (laughs) truly terrible? And this film was on a list of the worst movies on Netflix. It's called Emo the Musical. Mm -hmm. So again, if you want to go watch it, we welcome you to pause the episode. Yeah, and, and then but it's not back. necessary. It's not necessary. You can you know, enjoy we're this gonna give you the full what you need to know. Yeah, but so it was on the list of worst Netflix movies, and I was like, okay, this feels you know just meant to be. For meant us. to be. So the description I read Please was. Hold. Expelled from private school for attempted suicide, emo Ethan enters the world of Seymour High and meets a cute Christian who's ready to convert him. Mm -hmm. So let's preface this by saying if um, dark humor, suicide jokes aren't your thing, you may not enjoy. Yeah, you might not enjoy (laughs) this film. It might not be for you. Yeah, but... If you don't like dark humor, I don't really yeah. know why you're but, listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but, you know, don't be put off if you are an emo or a Christian. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we're going to get into it more later. But you kind of think going into it, we weren't sure. You know, like, is yeah. this going to be emo propaganda? Is this going to be Christian propaganda? And it kind of just, like, defied all expectations. It, it truly did. So... You know, it's for everyone. It really is for everyone. So, I mean, I went into this thinking it was just going to be absolute shit. Yeah, I did too. I have very low expectations. Because I've never heard of it. Mm-mm. But that's because that's, it is an Australian. It's an Australian film, film, which I was not ready for. No. I had no idea. And then, you know, they started talking. And it was... Such a wonderful surprise. <laughs> a wonderful surprise. <laughs> but it's nice to know that emos transcend nationality. Yeah, you know? there are emos in Australia. That's which I feel like that's about. you know even not more of a commitment, but you know it's like it's so hot. hot there, yeah, you know to commit to the all black mm-hmm. to that aesthetic. to the heavy makeup. It's very admirable. Yeah. So. That was what 
we were going in with. Mm -hmm. Really didn't know. We started watching. And we were very pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a good movie. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought the music was very good. Even Eleanor's mother. Yeah, I did force. I tried to force my family to watch it. Joe was not having it. Uh, Jim didn't even try. Mm -mm. But Donna really enjoyed it. Yeah. My mother. So... You know, if that's not a selling point, I don't know what it is. It's for everyone, (laughs) truly. So, but before we dive in, you know, we thought we'd discuss the concept Mm -hmm. of the emo, Mm -hmm. the emo versus versus goth. You know, like is there a difference? And I would argue there is. I would too. Uh, We both we've come to the consensus Mm -hmm. that. All emos are goths, but not yeah. all goths are emos. Mm-hmm. Like there's – the differences are kind of subtle. Mm-hmm. I would say to the non-discerning eye, yeah, you may think that emos are just run-of-the-mill goths. Yeah. But nay, mm-hmm. they are not. Yeah. I feel like emo is – it's like tied to pop punk, I yeah. feel like. And it's like a bit more colorful, yeah. Than goth, yeah. The aesthetic, yeah. I know goth is like I don't want to say like a more mature emo, but it's mm-hmm. kind of like goth is like the overarching ideal, mm-hmm. um, whereas emo is like a a sub identity of the goth, yeah. Um, I feel like we should build a chart. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, because then it's like, is punk, I feel like punk is adjacent it's to emo, but so not much. necessarily the same thing. Yeah. Emo is very, like, they have a very yeah. distinct aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You know, the scene hair, oh the my scene God. makeup. Which, I mean, obviously it's an identity that has evolved. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the same now as it was, you know, 10, 15 yeah. years ago. We were talking about this too. I feel like I never had an outward emo phase, but I definitely aspired to that. Like I wanted the scene girl hair so bad. Like that's how I wanted to look in like sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And it all centered around my discovery (laughs) of the band Paramore. Paramore. As the first band that I ever loved, you know. I made my mom – Take me to Hot Topic. Yeah. And buy a Paramore t-shirt for me for the start of the sixth grade school year. Yeah. And I remember one day wearing it to drama class and a girl trying to like get my attention or ask me something, but she didn't know my name. Yeah. She was like, oh, the girl in the emo (laughs) t-shirt. And I was like, oh, my God. I was, like, embarrassed but also proud. I don't like to be labeled. I don't like labels, but thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know what? I mean, Paramore, Hometown Heroes, Mm -hmm. of course. Love them. I never had that phase. You know, I didn't come to the – you know, more gothic lifestyle mm-hmm. until very late in my life. Yeah. Uh, like middle school, high school. I just, especially not like seen. Mm-hmm. I f- like feel like I was like barely even aware of it. Wow. But it kind of scared me. I was very, you know, on the straight. And- yeah. 
I mean, I don't think I would have been allowed to actually look like that. Yeah. <laughs> My parents would have been like, um, no, <laughs> absolutely no. not. But I definitely aspired to it. Like I watched a lot of those kinds of people on YouTube, yeah. like their makeup tutorials. I was very into it. And yeah. like the music I loved. Yeah, no, I don't even know what music I listened to, but I mean, middle school, I was still very much like, well, I'm a sports mm-hmm. girl. You're not, well, I'm you not grew up with like, brothers, so I grew up with brothers. Expected. I'm not like other girls, okay? I like sports. I like playing mm-hmm. and watching mm-hmm. sports, mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I'm not like that anymore. You know, I'm a goth now. It's <laughs> character development. But it is character development. So, yeah, Kathleen wanted to be emo, Yeah, never truly was an emo. Yeah, but I do have a deep appreciation for the emo aesthetic and sensibility because of my longing yeah. to be one of them. Well, you should do it now. I should. You should get a scene here. I should. Can you imagine? <laughs> Is it, I feel like that's coming back. I saw so really we have to bring up tiktok yeah i feel like the e-girls are like kind of the evolution e-girls on tiktok i think are you know circling back yeah to the to the emo yeah lifestyle i would agree i would agree yeah so we'll get back to the movie i guess we'll get back to the movie this is gonna be the film sorry it's not gonna be a quick synopsis because you know we have things to say about <laughs> yeah. it you know we have personal anecdotes to spill to sprinkle in here and of there of course but yeah so the premise of the movie is that this boy ethan was at his school a he private had, school a private school he had no friends he was just you know really miserable he was an emo uh you know he had dyed black hair uh he may or may not have drawn uh, scars on his wrists with eyeliner so again you know it's it's problematic but it's hard to say you know it's not like it's yeah. like making fun of these things it no it's making fun of like the performative aspect of, of both emos and christians. christians yeah so it's i think it's fair game yeah i think it's fair game as well uh so he tries to hang himself <laughs> in a tree outside of his school and that gets him expelled. So now he goes to this new public school Mm -hmm. and he sees that like, you know, there's a emo crew. They're in a band. Yeah. They have a band called worst day ever. Um, the leader of which gave me very like diary of a wimpy kid, Roderick Mm -hmm. vibes. Yeah, for sure. Um, so he really wants to be in the band but then, you know, one of his classmates kind of catches his eye mm-hmm. and she is very Christian, very, uh, what's the word? Like, some would call her basic, basic. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's threatening his mm-hmm. emo identity. He obviously can't have any of the band members knowing that he's you know, liking this girl, mm-hmm. but they a forbidden of, love, a forbidden love. So they get assigned to a project together to write a love song. And that's kind of like the beginning of their romance. Um, they find a mutual interest in folk music, um, which I mean, the song that they 
played was pretty odd. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's folk, allegedly. Uh, yeah, and there was just, like, good musical numbers throughout. throughout. Yeah. So it's like they're both, you know, she can't let the other Christians know that she likes this emo boy because he's an atheist. And he can't let the band know that he likes this Christian girl because he's going to get kicked out. Uh, and she, you know, I don't think she's that bothered. She's somewhat bothered by him being an atheist. Yeah, it concerns her. She's concerns worried for his soul. For his soul, correct. Uh, and she tells him, you know, I don't remember if it was a boy she liked, but she was or like, a friend or something. Or a friend, yeah. but she like tried to secretly baptize one of her friends. Uh, previously because she was worried for his soul uh and the boy got really mad at her understandably Mm -hmm. uh and then you know something similar does happen here where she you know kind of tries to trick ethan into a baptism which you know we both have had some experience (laughs) with baptism we have both been baptized i've been baptized twice so i'm (laughs) doubly going to heaven i got double dipped Mm -hmm. yeah i mean Mm -hmm. that's basically the premise of the movie yeah and then it's like uh you know you don't really know where it's going Mm -hmm. because it's like you don't want them to you know one person to convert the other grease style yeah grease style correct that is just a terrible ending yeah and then in the end it's kind of yeah like everyone agrees that like everyone has their uh you know you don't have to be like firmly tied to tied to one identity you know you can have different interests uh there's kind of the message that's like well you're not really emo you know like it's very Mm -hmm. performative and there's like a happy person beneath all of that which i don't know that i necessarily yeah buy into that i mean some people just are miserable and they make (laughs) their whole uh personality around it i don't know if we know anyone like that but (laughs) i mean uh so but yeah i mean i guess like the performative aspect of it people get yeah caught up and I think just at that age, too, yeah. that's, like, such a classic thing is, like, buying into one aesthetic of, like, well, if I'm an emo kid, then I can't like sports or, like, I can't. Yeah, like, one of the girls really likes basketball. Uh, you know, the Christians are kind of doing some ungodly things, you know, having some fornication happen. <laughs> being a little bit hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're both like the grand finale kind of is like the Christians have their music group. The emos have their band and they're both entered into this uh, like rock band competition. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And then at the end is the competition and you'll have to watch to find out what happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall I thought it was a really good movie. I agree. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope that, you know, we've done it some justice. <laughs> I feel like this is a bit like frantic, but so now we're going to circle back mm-hmm. to discuss, you know, some of the big issues brought up. by Yeah. The, film. the questions that this movie leaves us with. Yeah. So my favorite number mm-hmm, was definitely 
when the Christian girl is like at the support group telling, you know, the nuns and her peers like, yeah, I know that I shouldn't like this emo boy, but I do. And then she kind of has this epiphany epiphany that Jesus was emo. He was an emo. Yeah. And this just got us thinking about all the goth aspects yeah because of religion and you know i would in say particular. That, that jesus is emo yeah you know he takes on the pain and suffering of the world that's an emo ideal right there yeah he i mean yeah he's emo agreed agreed um and disclaimer you know we're not we're speaking uh objectively Mm -hmm. we are not speaking uh from one religious viewpoint or another uh with this whole discussion you know we are not bringing our personal you'll never know what we believe yeah you'll never know yeah so but then you know it just makes me realize and i feel like i've you know i realized this in my uh studies Mm -hmm. uh Christianity, especially early Christianity, was very goth. Yes, for sure. You know, even just the aesthetic, like a Catholic church. If you walk in there, that shit is goth as hell. Yeah, they have a very strong aesthetic. And we are talking about, I must say, it's mostly like, you know, the Roman Catholic Mm -hmm. church, the Orthodox churches. And, like, some, like, very formal Protestant yeah. churches. Like, maybe. Like, Lutherans. Know, like, Lutherans, Church of England. Yeah. Episcopal. Not the, the modern-day Protestant. Or no, the ones that are, like, uh, kind of, like, Catholic, but are Protestant. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, we are not talking about, you know, the Southern. <laughs> Baptist. Non-denom. Baptist presbyterian Mm -hmm. that is not goth no unfortunately unfortunately maybe we would have enjoyed church more it was was a bit more goth (laughs) yeah it's because one thing is like you know not to be offensive but a lot of these you know newer churches Mm -hmm. they just have an element of like cheesiness yeah that's that hard to get past the catholic church and these other more formal churches are just completely lacking mm-hmm. you know like it's not the catholic church is not cheesy yeah i would say that like new protestant churches are more sentimental mm-hmm. than like catholic yeah no there's like a coldness to the yeah. formality of these churches that is goth yeah. You know, it adds to the gothness. It's not mm-hmm. like a warm, which again, you know, we're not critiquing. <laughs> we won't go into critiques of the Catholic Church no. or any other You will not find institution in this episode. Okay. <laughs> we are speaking purely at a objective aesthetic viewpoint. viewpoint. And um, also just the optics of the Catholic Church mm-hmm. believing that when they take communion it is the blood and body of christ literally literally yeah and that's why early christians like really uh terrified the romans they thought they were really like just creepy because they're like yeah we eat flesh we drink blood we marry our brothers and sisters what of it and they're like "Mm, i don't know about all that (laughs) it's a little scary (laughs) a little scary so 
you know, it's it's goth. Yeah. You know, the martyr stories, I'm not, you know, super familiar, mm-hmm. but I know that, you know, the concept of martyrdom, again, pretty goth, you know, being willing to suffer and die for yeah. what you believe in. Which maybe that makes Jesus a goth instead of an emo. Going back to our earlier discussion. Of, yeah. I mean, it's know? hard to say because we don't, you know, know what Jesus <laughs> looked like necessarily. We don't know uh, how he chose to express himself <laughs> yeah. uh, with his fashion. What kind of music Jesus would yeah. have been into. Yeah. It's hard to say, but he was definitely one or the other. Yeah. I think he was definitely goth, maybe an emo. Yeah. 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 And that's that. (laughs) Uh, Let us know if you agree or disagree. I think you should probably agree. Yeah. Because it's just the (laughs) truth. But yeah, maybe we should uh, join a church, (laughs) a very goth church. That would be interesting. It's like, did you ever watch the movie First Reformed? No. No. That's pretty goth. I really like that movie. It's Ethan Hawke, and he's like uh-huh. a – I don't know the different terms. You know, there's pastors, there's reverends. Yeah, something. He's, like, he's a reverend, I think. Uh, and he just, like, lives all alone, and he's suffering. And then, uh, yeah, that's all you need to know. It's hot a good priests. Film. We love that genre. Yeah. Yeah. Is Ethan Hawke hot? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm a big Ethan Hawke fan, and I will die on that hill. I don't know. I, I mean, watch him in this, and you'll okay, think he's hot. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, the like before sunrise. He was cute in that, but when he got older, the facial kind of ruined bad. it. He gives me like a Tom Cruise vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's brutal, but I do know what you mean. <laughs> What? Do you not think Tom Cruise is hot? Absolutely you know, not. A 5'2 man. <laughs> a 5'2 Scientologist. Uh, Scientology man. That could be a whole other. Yeah, we could have a whole episode. We might get offed though. Yeah. <laughs> True. There's some like culty things. Because, you know, when I was driving here, Mm -hmm. I did pass a certain institution that may or may not be a cult where they happen to meet on Wednesdays. So I noticed that a lot of people in front of me and behind me were, like, turning off into this institution. But again, we're not going to go into that because (laughs) – But if you know, you know. I value my life enough to not want to be picked off in that way. For now. For now. (laughs) Uh, but I mean, cults, good stuff. Good stuff. We Love will dig deeper in the future. Mm-hmm. Scientology, you know, we've both gone down that rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, I love that rabbit hole. Yeah. But for now, we're talking about... Emo the musical. Emo the musical. <laughs> oh, and the other thing that I wanted to address is that while the concept of atheism, I feel mm-hmm. like, is very closely tied to, you know, being a goth or being an emo. Yeah. Like, in the film, you know, yeah. he's an atheist. He's like, well, we believe in science, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, aesthetically, it's like atheism yeah. has nothing. It's it very really lame in that way. Yeah. You know, to where it's like. Like, there's no optics there. No optics. There's no aesthetic uh, 
attributed to atheism, which is kind of unfortunate, I think. Yeah, which brings me to <laughs> this is just going to be a short uh, mention. Mention, you know, I'm not going to go into depth about Satanism. Okay, <laughs> mom, don't worry. Uh, it is another uh, interest of mine. Mm -hmm. But for anyone who doesn't again from an objective from an objective standpoint, okay. For those of you who don't know, because most people don't know. Satanists are atheists. Satanists do mm -hmm. not believe in God or Satan. But they use Satan as like a, a figure of, you know, going against tyranny or going mm -hmm. against the norm. Uh, so we watched a documentary last year called Hail Satan. Which is recommended material. Recommended. It's on Amazon Prime, I believe. Uh, which it's really interesting, you know, kind of goes into like the Satanists are fighting back in multiple states where they're trying to put like 10 commandments monuments mm -hmm. at capitals. And they're like, well, if you do that, then we should be allowed to put our Baphomet statue there, <laughs> which Baphomet is like a, a winged demon or thing. something. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, if you believe you know. in the constitution. Yeah. So, but we won't go into that. But at some point in the, documentary the person asks like some of the people being interviewed well like why do you use satanists then if you know it's just gonna like rile people up mm -hmm. it kind of gives the wrong impression yeah. if you don't actually believe in satan and one of the guys was saying like because atheism is lame yeah like it just it defines everything that you're not it has no like history no iconography Whereas, you know, by appropriating Satan for their cause, it's like brings with it all that like iconography and history just, and symbolism. Yeah. It's so it's beautiful. It's a lot more interesting <laughs> from an objective from an objective standpoint. Or aesthetic standpoint. You know, it's a lot more interesting mm -hmm. and it kind of gives you like that identity mm -hmm. that you can build off of. Whereas So I guess the message here is if you're a goth and want some religious symbolism yeah. or religious aesthetic in your life, you should consider – You should look into Satanism. Look I'm into not it. Encouraging We're not promoting it. it. I'm not promoting it, okay? But, but something it's, to think it's about. It's an interesting thing to look into. Mm -hmm. Again, they are atheists. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, We're getting ourselves in trouble here. Yeah, I'm sure plenty of our listeners here are not interested in this conversation, but hopefully you've stuck with us because now let's talk a little bit about baptism. Oh my God, baptism. Because uh, again, you know, this boy is like almost tricked into being baptized in the film. Mm -hmm. uh, again, they're in a kiddie pool, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. But you know, there's different uh, different churches handle baptisms differently. Yeah. On one occasion, in the Presbyterian church that I mm -hmm. was originally baptized, and you were much younger, right? I was three years old, mm -hmm. and the priest, the I don't know whatever, whatever. It was, the pastor, whatever, uh, tried to sprinkle water on my head. And I just like started screaming. Yeah, I was like, I don't want water on my head trying to like get out of my dad's arms, like mm -hmm. just screaming my head off. Uh, and I guess they just like did it anyways. 
I mean, my parents were like, yeah, that was very embarrassing. And you caused a huge a scene. scene. Uh, so, I mean, so they got to do it again, you know, down the road <laughs> when I was in sixth grade. Is that normal? No. But I think we like changed churches. Yeah. So we were then going to the Baptist church. Mm-hmm. So we were baptized in the same church. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was like, well, you know, might as well get baptized in this mm-hmm. church. And my dad was also. Yeah. But it was like a I remember I had to do like I had to meet with the pastor or whatever, like once before. Yeah. Uh, and I was just kind of like, I mean, I guess I have to go along with this. Like, yeah. I really was dreading it. I didn't want to do it because, you know, you have to get up in the. And they put the, you on the screens. They the put two you big on the screen. screen. <laughs> it's the tub and like the big sanctuary. Yeah. Uh, but the day that I got baptized, you know, it wasn't like a individual special mm. event. I'm pretty sure it was like a, not a mass baptism, but it was like. How many people you think? I mean, there were – it's like hard 15. to say, but like – yeah, probably like 15, 20, 30 people. Wow. I don't know. It was a lot of people. So they were running through them. Yeah, so it's kind of like in and out, in and yeah. out. You know, dunk you, then get the hell out of the pool. Um, <laughs> and I remember – so I didn't wear like the nice robe, like yeah. the white robe that they put you in. The nice robe that they give you. So I was just in – I remember my cargo capri pants and just like a random shirt. So they dunked me and then I had to get out and I was like, well, now these pants are just like heavy as shit. (laughs) Not the cargos. The cargos are like soaked with water and I had to just like walk around the church after that. Yeah. Oh my God. I was just like deeply, deeply embarrassed. So that was my second experience. (laughs) That was the double dip. The double dip. Yeah, I don't know. I think I was baptized after attending VBS. Mm -hmm. And they give you the whole spiel about, like, what baptism means and, like, how if you don't get baptized, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. Well, it's, like, scary. I remember because they're like, well, don't do this unless you really want to. And you're like, well, I really don't want to go go to hell. hell. So so I guess guess I do really want to do that. That was exactly my experience. It was like they're talking about hell. And I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds horrible. Yeah. (laughs) No thanks. And so I remember being like, yeah, well, I guess I better get baptized in case I die when I'm 16. Like, I think I'm going to. So, um, yeah, I talked to the pastor. I think you had to do, like, a class or something. I didn't do that, but I think you are supposed to. Yeah, I think I did. And then, yeah, I wore the gown. Mm -hmm. I had the gown. Um, it was quite the event, but yeah, I feel like, you know, the scene in the movie talking about how all baptism or how he was being tricked into baptism yeah, just like made me think about my own experience. Like, mm-hmm. is it a trick? Like telling young kids that like, Hey, if you want to go to heaven or if you don't want to go to hell, you need to do this thing. Yeah. I think that's a pretty motivating um, standpoint. I don't know. Yeah. Controversial. Yeah. Well, the, you know, not to go back to my 
academic background, <laughs> but I did study early Christianity quite a bit in the past year. And the early Christians, they didn't convert until they were on their deathbed, literally. Yeah. Like there were not baptisms uh, in that way. Yeah. And I guess like, I mean, I feel like that was like the reasoning behind me getting baptized again when I was in sixth Mm -hmm. grade. It was like, okay, so now you're making this decision for yourself. But you're still too young. Yeah, I still was like, well, I don't want to go to hell. So So that's on period poo. Yeah. (laughs) Hell. 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 (laughs) Welcome to hell. Okay, that concludes our discussion (laughs) of Emo the Musical. And associated topics. Yeah, so apologies if that was a bit... Disjointed. Disjointed. But remember, we are mentally ill. Yeah. Our brains don't work properly. So we really can't be held accountable for that. On the subject of mental illness. Subject of mental illness. We do want to give a disclaimer, okay? Uh... All of our previous discussions aside, Mm -hmm. the Kanye situation is very sad. Yes. And we really hope that he gets the help that he needs. Yes. For all my previous vitriol about Kanye and the Kardashians. I mean, I still don't think they should, you know, be encouraging his presidential run. Yeah. But, you know, it's not a joking matter. And we hope for the best. For Kanye. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That being said, moving on to other hot topics. In the world of social media. Yeah. Or whatever the hell. In the world. Uh, well, I mean, just personally, have you been up to anything? Literally, no. I, like, can't tell you a single thing I've done in the last week. Yeah. I mean, last night I was up until, like, 5 a.m. watching videos. Yeah. Film analysis, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. watching emo, the musical really just got me going on on film discussions. But um, there's a great channel. I'll try to find the name of the channel and give it on the Instagram or something uh, that discussed DreamWorks movies, Shrek, um, Shark Tale. It was really great. Apparently... I didn't know this, but now it feels very obvious. Yeah. Shrek the movie is just like a roast of Disney. And I love that. It's so petty. They said, fuck you, Disney adults. (laughs) They did. (laughs) We're DreamWorks adults now. Bitch. Bitch. Um, Yeah, that was very enlightening. Yeah. So that was my education for the week. Yeah. Enriching the mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been doing much of anything. Surprise, surprise. I've uh, been watching a lot of Guy Fieri shows. I've uh, been watching a lot of diver- <laughs> diners, drive-ins, and dives, which always makes me super hungry. So I just sit there with like saltines and I'll just like <laughs> eat while I'm watching them eat and like pretend that I'm eating what they're eating. So it's really sad. Uh, and then I'm still reading my book, Thorn Birds, mm. also in Australia. Wow. Um, Australia. Australia. I mean, would you ever uh, want to go to Australia? Uh, I have like vague interests. I love Heath Ledger. Yeah. So I kind of want to go to Perth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Bonnie Vera song, 
Is Bonnie there or Bon Iver? I don't know. Is he Australian? No, but he has a song called Perth. Oh, got it, got it. So, you know, there's some motivation there. I feel connected to the place. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's the only reason, I guess. But I'm much more interested in New Zealand than Australia. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, both scare me. Australia especially scares me. Oh, it's horrifying. Uh, I feel like even just flying there. Yeah, it's a long flight. I don't know if I could make it. And then, you know, it's so hot and whatever. But it is interesting. Uh, Like the accents. We won't won't mimic it here out of respect (laughs) for friend of the pod, Charlie, (laughs) uh, who is half Aussie. But you have been known to have... A very yeah. convincing Australian accent. No? Yeah. So when I was in, I guess it was like elementary school, I watched a lot of H2O. Classic. You know, as we all did, mm-hmm. uh, which was set in Australia. It was three girls who were mermaids. And I just used to mimic their accents a lot. And I actually got like very good at it, you know, <laughs> not to like, uh, you know, what's the term? I don't know, to your own yeah, horn. Yeah, I'm brain. Yeah, to my own horn. That's what I was looking for. Uh, it was pretty good. So when we used to go on, like, family vacations, I would actually, like, whip out the, the Australian <laughs> accent and, like, speak with it to yeah. people. So I don't know if that's, like, an early warning sign <laughs> that something is not right with me. But I remember I was doing that at Disney World, like, one of the two times that I ever went there. It always comes back to Disney World, doesn't it? Yeah, and I was just, like, doing it openly. I was feeling really good about it. Because once you get in the groove, you know, it gets a lot easier. And I was, like, very in character. And then we were at the gift shop, and I, like, get to the front of the line. And the woman working there was Australian. (gasps) So then I just, like, shut my mouth. (laughs) Because it really scared me. And I don't think I ever did that ever again. Rip. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I'll pick it back up. <laughs> Australia. My favorite Instagram chiropractor is in Australia. So that's... got to make the trip. That would maybe be the only reason that I would go. He's in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it just messes with my brain, the fact that the seasons are reversed. Yeah, I don't like I, it. I, I don't like it. Anytime I watch, like, an Australian YouTuber and they're talking about how it's, like, winter and July. No, I can't I just get can't. it through my head. Like, when I'm reading my book and it's, like, the hottest January day and I'm, like, you're, like, what? Huh? <laughs> Excuse me, huh? It just does not compute. No. That and then I'm, allowed. like, what are the school breaks? Like, do they have summer vacation at Christmas? I guess. I could probably look this up, but it's disturbing to me. Yeah. Very disturbing to me. I don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like it. And that's on Australia. Mm -hmm. So those are our Australia thoughts. Yeah, I guess we should have, you know, gotten into that when we were discussing the film. Yeah, but the organization today was just, we thought we had it. We thought we had it for real. (laughs) It's okay. We know that true fans will stick around. No you'll matter stick what, around. Right? Yeah, 
I do feel that we're getting better as we go on. Yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Compliment us. Please. Leave us a review. I need validation. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. If you would like to hear more film discussions in the future, if this one didn't totally horrify you, Mm -hmm. we're open to the idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you see any great goth slash emo slash maybe sorority films, you know, we'd love to discuss. Yeah, I feel like definitely need to be – I mean, I I just feel like our content, we need to at least have one thing per week that's, you know, very goth. Yeah. Perhaps. We'll see. Yep. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, Go to hell. (laughs) Go to hell. (laughs) Okay. Bye.